Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, folks. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and we, we're still virtual. We're not back at Renaissance Bank at the moment, but we're looking forward to being able to do that soon. In the meantime, though, Renaissance Bank is open for business. Yes, you have to make an appointment before you can uh, uh, go in the branch, but here's the good news. If you go to renaissancebank.com and find your local office and call them, you won't get an 800 number over in Idaho somewhere. You'll actually get, and nothing wrong with Idaho, but it's nice to talk to a live person, right? So you'll get a live person at their branch, uh, nearest one to you, and uh, they're they're happy to help you. And uh, if you're looking for a more personal experience for your business and you're tired of the big mega bank experience that involves the 1-800 numbers and phone trees and talking to someone in Idaho, there's an answer, and that, that answer is Renaissance Bank. 200 offices across the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome David Shavzin and Bob Tanksley. And Bob, uh, David and Bob are co-founders of the Exit Planning Exchange. David, Bob, welcome. Thanks, John. Hey, thanks, John. Great, great to, to have with you. Yeah, great to have both of you here. And uh, you, you, both of you are return guests. I mean, you you were on talking about your own practice, but we're here to talk about the exit planning exchange that the two of you, along with uh, Eric Tognari, we're going to shout out Eric, the three of you uh, co-founded. So let's talk a little bit about that and what the exit planning exchange is all about. We'd love to. Bob, do you want to start in? Sure. Uh, Exit Planning Exchange, uh, the Atlanta chapter, uh, was formed officially in May of last year. We had our hard launch in May of last year, uh, so a little bit more than a year old. But that was uh, launched after uh, considerable effort. What, David, probably uh, 14, 15 months of prep time. Uh, getting the board set, getting initial sponsors set, putting the word out to uh, uh, to folks that we knew in the southeast, particularly the, the metro Atlanta area. But here we are at uh, closing in on 100 members and about a dozen sponsors during COVID, I might add. So that's uh, <laughs> look at you. That's awesome. Small feet. Yeah. Congratulations. That really is awesome. Um, and and. To, to have started something in this kind of environment says something about your longevity when things return to whatever normal would look like. So congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So what, what let's talk a little bit about what the exit, I want to get to where, why you had all that growth. Cause that's, that's great. Uh, and kudos to that, but let's talk a little bit about the XPX for short itself, what you're doing and why is it that Atlanta needs another, yet another association? So, um, why does Atlanta need another association? Atlanta does not need 
just another association, right, of whatever sort. But we saw a real need, a gap in what's out there. So there's a lot of good groups out there, clearly, mm-hmm. in a lot of different areas, disciplines and focus areas. But, uh, it, you know, for us in the area of exit planning, doing transactions, helping business owners uh, build value in their companies, which is a lot of what we do in our day jobs, um, we do it in a certain way. And when we came across Exit Planning Exchange, started talking with the founders um, based out of Boston, it it just fell into line. They were so in sync with how we operate, how we think, our philosophy and working with our clients that we just had to jump on it and um, took the opportunity to create the chapter in Atlanta. And what you know, a lot of the basic tenets of XPX are, as I say, in line with what, how we operate. And we just didn't see enough of that. And so what we mean by that in brief is very much focused on the collaborative advisory team. So the advisors to the business owners working you know, collaboratively, right, working well together. Um, you know, there's a lot of groups around town, a lot of good professionals. They do a lot of good work with clients. We didn't see the collaborate, collaboration happening. Mm. And you know, and that we've just seen for years and years and years when you truly are working together and coming up with common solutions for the client, the client wins. And really that's the bottom, bottom line. So from, a, and I would say the other quick thing on from an exit planning, from a, an exit and a transaction standpoint, um, what we see day in, day out and have seen is that business owners are usually very disappointed when we start at the outset, helping them understand what their companies are worth at that moment in time usually very disappointed. So, um, you know, what we try to do is start working with clients early on. And and again, that was also a tenant part and parcel of XPX, which is, you know what, collectively, the entire spectrum of advisors, we need to be working with these business owners early on from from when they start their business, right, to start thinking about value at the beginning. So um, those are just a couple of the key tenants of XPX that were so in line with us. And so we said, all right, we got to do this. And uh, and started working on it. Started what I guess spring of 18, 2018, Bob. Right. Took a full year to plan it, and we just really wanted to do it the right way. We didn't want to look like another association down the street. And let's talk a little bit about the broader organization because you're a chapter of a national organization, and talk about that and the benefits of that? Um, So uh, based out of Boston, founded out of Boston, uh, about a dozen chapters, about I think four or five now uh, exploring information. Uh, There's actually a chapter forming in London, in the UK, uh, the rest for the time being around the US. Um, A little more... A little more locally here, there's uh, there's one forming in Charlotte and one in uh, Research Triangle Park as well. Mm. Yeah, and a group looking down in Florida, actually, too. Uh, and yeah, so what they brought to the table, you know, in, number one and most importantly, I think, is structuring that that background that, that I mentioned a moment ago. Uh, but also the back as, a, as an association, as a volunteer association, um, bringing all of the back end support uh, is, has been a huge part of it. So it's the, the managing the website, all the registrations, all those kinds of administrative things for us. Um, more importantly, they've just been at it for a long time. So it's a, it's a, just their huge resource to us as a chapter in terms of what we're doing, how we're doing things. And then, you know, as we talk about collaboration among advisors, that collaboration idea runs through the association itself. And so 
the um, the uh, Mary Adams, one of the co-founders. So she's getting the chapter presidents together on a regular basis. She's getting together the chapter membership chairs on a regular basis. So fostering internally this this huge huge effort at collaboration. So the chapters are learning from each other. And then in this in these days of COVID, uh, it's also accelerated obviously everything going online, which means that any member from any chapter can jump on to almost any event or going on around the country, which is really nice. So there's no more boundaries uh, as long as we're um, doing this Zoom thing. Uh, so tremendous support uh, to you know a decade plus in thinking through the underlying principles and um, huge support to, to what we're able to do here in Atlanta. Folks, we're here chatting with uh, David Shavzin and Bob Tanksley, and they are co-founders of the Exit Planning Exchange. Um, let's talk about the benefit to the end client of all of you, uh, which is that business owner that's ready to make a transition or planning one. Um, you're talk, you talked about the importance of collaboration, and I think a lot of business owners maybe don't see that. They see a uh, when they think about this, they think about calling up their CPA or whoever their trusted advisor is, not their number one on the list, and they think that's the person that they're going to go through this process with, right? And it's more complicated than that, and that's why you preach collaboration. Yeah, you you got a you got a great point there, John. You know, as as service providers, you know, we've all probably heard this expression or this phrase, "Stay in your lane." You know, don't. <laughs> uh, I think an unintended consequence of that is, okay, I'll stay in my lane, uh, you stay in your lane, John will stay in his lane, David stays in his lane, and and none of us are going to intersect. None of us are going to work together. We're all going to be riding alongside. And the business owner is going to have, you know, one-on-one conversations with each of us. I'm providing great advice. You guys are providing great advice, other service providers, but it, but it's in a vacuum. And who's, who's on the owner's team or does the owner even have time to synthesize all this great advice and to put it in context and to make it meaningful? And I think the research is in, the data is in that, that uh, business owners are not having the best outcomes when it comes to an exit because fundamentally all that advice is not coordinated. The, the service providers are not, uh, not collaborating as early as possible. As David says, you know, get, getting us all in a room uh, without the owner present mm. um, often is, is a very fruitful exercise. Now that takes team members that, you know, can let the guard down, don't have high egos um, you know, know how to play nicely with others. Um, and so, you know, part of our, uh, uh, part of our membership vetting process is, you know, we, we dig a little deeper into just what's put on an application. We'd like to see, you know, evidence of, of some collaboration in the past. I'll add a couple of things, uh, to that. If I can, it's because when, from the owner perspective, when we say collaboration and we list a lot of the advisors that they ought to be consulting and have them consulting among themselves, among themselves, obviously one thing that comes to mind is how much is this going to cost? And um, so we take some time with that and we encourage it in any case. Um, you know, if you think about all the, the advisors, um, some of them are not working on an hourly basis. 
Um, and there's a lot of ways to keep the cost down. But the reality is, whatever that is, the intent, and, and it bears out, is that the owner is going to be much better off. If it becomes a much better solution from a value growth standpoint, if the eventual sale of the company is knocked up by just you know, 10, 20% higher, right? Obviously it makes sense. So there's a little bit of coaching and uh, discussion with the owner that's necessary, but the value is there. It's clear. The other thing I would say, you know, the message to the advisors who may think, oh, you know, I can handle a lot of this, right? Whoever that first trusted advisor might be. Mm-hmm. Um, the reality is the, the owner, the client is going to feel much better with that collaborative solution. Um, and having a second, third, fourth advisor, you know, different disciplines there, it's also going to help that initial first advisor get across the point in the right way to the owner. There's so many benefits to the, uh, to that team working well together. And Bob mentioned the, the idea of someone coordinating that quarterback role. You know, I do a lot of that in my day job and it is, I've just seen it over and over and over again. It, we're all brilliant, right? <laughs> Everybody's been at this, you know, got a little gray hair. They've been at this a long time and they really know their areas. <clears throat> um, they're going to be much more successful in front of the client if they have the team wrapped around them. So we, we encourage the advisory team to do that and make that happen. If there is one advisor working with a client, make sure and, you know, push the client to bring these people around, but we also counsel the client, you know, you know, if they, if your advisors aren't working together, kick them out and find some that will, because it's really critical to really your entire life in retirement in a lot of cases, you know, how, how well that transaction goes. So it's, 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 a, it's a critical area. Last real quick thing. We had a, a, our monthly event for XPX just yesterday, a panel of business owners who had sold their businesses. Mm-hmm. So we were looking at their advice, what, what went wrong and what could have been done better. Great stories, great panel. <clears throat> I think the running theme was I didn't get enough help from a variety of advisors. I didn't have the team that, wow. that was through every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's quite a uh, uh, endorsement there for sure. Um, so what this really speaks to, if I'm a business owner, is I really shouldn't hire an advisor that's not a member of XPX Atlanta. That's what I'm hearing. That that's a great plug. Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's amazing how I came to that conclusion there, right? So, uh, well. Well, but it makes sense because um, it's not just that um, everyone has their own expertise, but there's, um, I guess, what you what you might call some some virtuous mastermind that goes on when you've got talented people working with each other, uh, and maybe suggestions that each can make that add to the to the whole, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's ab- absolutely is. Um, so Bob here actually coined our, our uh, vision of changing the trajectory of exit planning in the Southeast. And that's really what we're trying to get across and in that way. So yes, um, it's, we, and we're trying to bring, bring the organization along that path, John, to what, you know, and you asked the question and it's, uh, you, you know, maybe part, Partly joking, uh, partly a plug, but it's true. We're trying to get folks to come in, understand, talk to each other, work together, and see that, yeah, you know, you're going to do better by, first of all, 
advisors joining XP, XPX, becoming part of that community, seeing what we really mean, and then business owners looking for <clears throat> support from uh, advisors who are members of XPX and really take all of this to heart. Yeah. So right now, as of this recording, we have uh, 93 members with momentum to close in on 100 very soon uh, and applications in process. Uh, so when we came up with that vision, it was uh, how many people is it going to take to change the trajectory to, to help business owners have better outcomes through a collaborative advisory team approach? Is it is it 100 members of XPX Atlanta is going to change that trajectory? Is it 200? Is it 300? We don't know. You know, as we said, uh, there's there's other chapters forming in the southeast. We're, we're the first one into this region of the country. And as these other chapters come online, they, they tend to be asking us for advice on how we did it, how we grew so quick, both in membership and in sponsorship. But, um, you know, it remains to be seen what our impact is going to be ultimately. But, you know, why did we agree to, to start this in the first place is we, we saw that uh, business owners deserved better outcomes. And over time, we hope to be able to deliver by having more and more members in our chapter. I, let's talk about trajectory. So, I mean, going in a pandemic, going from uh, zero <laughs> to, uh, and planning and hoping to uh, go, close in on 100 members is, is awesome work. So congratulations again on that. Um, but how, how is, is, is Atlanta just have more collaborative advisors? I mean, what, what's the reason for that growth besides the brilliance of its, um, of the, of the co-founders? Oh boy, big shoes. Uh, <laughs> uh maybe it's a Southern thing. I, I don't know. No, really we, uh, David nailed it earlier. We, we started off with a board that, uh, was highly connected. Okay, so they had been practicing their craft for X number of years, a lot of years in, in, in individual cases. Mm. Uh, Well-connected, well-networked, and above all, th- th- those two things are great, being great at what you do and, and being well-connected. But having, uh, having a spirit, having a mindset, having a willingness uh, to be a part of, of something larger than yourselves uh, is what helped us form just an outstanding board uh, our own uh, methodical approach, David David Shavson is uh, is excellent at that, uh, and spearheading uh, this initial uh, this initial board as chapter president. Um, you know, a lot of good things a lot of good things came together, but you know, behind it was uh, this this shared commonality that yeah, business owners deserve a better outcome. And, and I will say, well, and and also clarify, John. Um, we started up in May of 2019. So it was pre COVID that we got started. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, holding our own and growing through this. Um, but you know, the question uh, is Atlanta, does Atlanta have more collaboration in it? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think when we saw this at the beginning, we, you know, we're on and got on a mission <laughs> mm-hmm. to, um, to encourage it further, if you will. And so, you know, we, you know, like I said, we, we, Brought the initial board. We, there were people we knew. You know, we twisted a couple arms and shoved people onto the board in a couple of cases and grew that, um, and just started doing things right. And I think by doing these things, putting on the events, the structure of the events, you know, how things were rolled out, um, 
people just, you know, I, get, I would say saw it and jumped on the bandwagon. You know, I think there's there's some natural tendencies, but as Bob was saying earlier, sometimes, you know, all of us, right, individually, we just do our own thing. Don't bother me. Uh, is a little bit more of um, how things have functioned, you know, over time. So we're pushing people along that trajectory. You know, we, we hope and we think we're bringing, you know, a lot of our colleagues, a lot of professionals in, in the Atlanta area, and even a lot of the business owners along that uh, path. <laughs> sure. Together. It's it's a it's one of those. I think it's um, those BHAGs, big audacious, uh, big hairy audacious audacious goals. It's kind of like that vision that you will never get a hundred percent to, but you're always working towards it. Let's talk about the types of uh, advisors that you have as members, the different disciplines, I guess, that are represented there is what I'm getting at. And who should be a member of XPX that isn't? I'll take that one. Um, So at a high level, think of two distinct categories. One would be uh, the deal team type of professional. That is, who shows up in the business owner's world the last, you know, six to 12 months of ownership before some type of transition. <clears throat> Typically that's, uh, you know, in, in no particular order, it's uh, CPAs, attorneys, M&A advisors, valuation people, uh, maybe bankers. Uh, who am I missing, David? Uh, you know, your, your usual people that you would expect to be shepherding a deal through its various stages. And then at the other end of the extreme, you have the non-deal team members, and, and those we broadly call consultants. Very broad term, but a consultant could be someone that comes in you know, toward the end of the ownership life cycle, the last 6, 12 months, or they could come in at the very beginning of the business's formation or anywhere in between. So a consultant is, is working with the owner all throughout the ownership life cycle, delivering you know, a lot of the services that we might think of, be it HR consulting, IT, uh, outsource CFO, you know, a lot of, a lot of different subcategories within that broader consultant category. That consultant category is actually about a third of our membership, which is, um, which is something we've been pushing hard for over the years, uh, over the, uh, the months as we've been growing this. Um, the, the deal team members, we were convinced early that they're going to find us eventually, just given the name of the organization, Exit Planning Exchange. But um, the consultants are finding us because we're making a real conscious effort uh, to, to bring them in. And with, with the main purpose of, of having consultants, you know, get outside of their own lane, so to speak, as I said earlier, and, and start talking with the owner and being, you know, genuinely being curious uh, about the the owner's business, the way that they make their living, and helping them think about where it's going, and asking maybe asking that very open ended question, where is this going? You know, what what do you intend to to do with this business? Uh, is this something that you know somebody else is going to buy from you? Is that your vision? Is uh, is an internal transaction? You know, more likely, helping an owner think about that long before they talk to an M&A advisor, long before it's time to go to market. What you're talking about there, Bob, is having those folks that really help, I guess, uh, get the house ready for showing, right? I mean, <laughs> as, as well as possible. And there are a lot of folks, I mean, the, the metaphor holds because there's a lot of folks that get involved with that, with a house. It's the same thing with a business. 
great yeah. analogy. And uh, I said this on your other session that we did, you know, buyers have options. That That's one of the certainties uh, in, in the transaction world. They can buy your business. They can not buy your business. They can work the price down. They can, you know, get concessions from you. And and buyers don't like to pay retail. That's That's just one of those other universal truths. And so as much as we can do to prepare the business and prepare the owner uh, for that that transition, uh, as much as we can do that, that the better that, that owner, the employees, the owner's family, everyone that's depending on him, uh, the, the better that everyone will be served by having reduced, you know, as many buyer objections before uh, before any buyer has a chance to raise them. That's uh, that that's kind of a long term overarching goal. That uh, you know, getting an owner who's someday going to be a seller to think like a buyer is a, a very difficult mind shift to make, but it's an important transition for an owner to make. And, and starting early on, you know, it's, um, I liken it to, you know, if you're investing and you start investing when you're 20 years old, you're way ahead of the game, right? When you get to the end and it's the same with the business. If we can, all these advisors, all these consultants can be working on building value early on. Yeah. There's a lot less to worry about at the end. Folks, we're here talking with David Shavzen and Bob Tanksley. They're with the Exit Planning Exchange, uh, the Atlanta chapter of the Exit Planning Exchange. Uh, sounds like you have some awfully interesting events. I mean, that the one you described yesterday uh, that occurred yesterday uh, as we taped the show where you had business owners that talking about what they would have done differently. Um Talk a little bit about some of your events and how you offer value to your members there. Uh, I'll, I'll jump in, Bob. Uh, you know, add add what I'm have missed. I may have missed on this. So we we do a monthly event. Um, it's either a speaker or a panel on a topic related and interesting to business owners, right? But from the perspective of the advisors and. After that material, after that panel or that speaker delivers, we get into roundtable breakouts. Back in the physical world, that was eight folks around a table. And now on Zoom, for the time being, we are uh, in breakouts of uh, eight folks. And there's a case study put on the table. And so those eight folks are doing a little bit more than your typical, a lot more than your typical networking. So certainly they're introducing themselves, but then they're getting to understand how they each think. And that is around a real business case. So it's not just chit chat. And the response has been just phenomenal. So you've got um, eight people talking about a business case, learning about each other in a more meaningful way and starting already to identify uh, other advisors they might be able and want to collaborate with. The other thing that we do that I think is fairly unique, we curate the tables so that around the table we might have the attorney, the CPA, wealth advisor, but we may have a supply chain consultant, the human capital consultant. So we we mix it up so we don't have a lot of the same professions at the table. And so you have kind of a, almost have a, a, a consulting collaborative advisory team right there on the spot. And so it's, we always say you, you're not going to get to know everything about the folks around the table at that time, but you're going to get a quick, uh, pretty good insight to be able to follow up in more meaningful ways after that. So that, that's one event we do every month. Uh, we also do, for this is for members only, it, but it's called Power Five. And that is just five or six of us getting together 
talking about what's going on, sharing ideas and learnings and what's going on out there in the world. So that is also a monthly uh, opportunity for folks. And then we do a couple socials through the year uh, for our uh, members and sponsors as well. Yeah, just one, one thing to add on those breakout sessions in our monthly meetings, which are in the Atlanta chapters, the second Tuesday of each month, lunch version. Um, the breakout session, the business case is presented, the questions are presented, and usually it's an extension of what was delivered by a panel or, or a speaker. And as David said, um, each, each person gets to contribute, you know, a little bit of what's in their mind. We all get to hear how each other uh, thinks and maybe even behaves you know, to the extent that you can predict it uh, in a client situation. The magic is it, it's as if we're all working on that first virtual client together in a very non-threatening way. <clears throat> and, um, you know, it, it goes way beyond just handing out business cards at your typical networking event. We do the 30 second, you know, round table uh, in further uh, in introduction of each person and then get into the, the breakout session, the reason for being there. But um, by the time those 30 minutes or so are over, you know, you, you've really got a sense of team that you've come together around this usually fictional uh, case scenario, but you've come together as a team, however briefly, and you've discussed something, everybody contributing things from their viewpoint. And, um, you, you, you have you have worked on that first client together. Let me let me say that again. That's I know in networking, a lot of us listening to this have been doing networking for years and years. And there's always this tension between, OK, when do I invite somebody in to my world and hand them off a client or introduce them to a client? And there's there's in many cases, there's a hesitancy. But we've dissolved all that with this with this this format. Again, we, we've, we've presented this first case for everybody around the table to work together. And it's powerful. Great stuff here from David Chavzin and Bob Tanksley of the Exit Planning Exchange. Um, guys, this has been great. Um, let's get to the important question, most important question, which is those that would like more information, whether it's business owners about your organization and how you can help them, or uh, maybe potential advisors of various disciplines that might be interested in your organization, how can they be in touch? Uh, best thing is go to our website, which is exitplanningexchange.com. That's all spelled out, exitplanningexchange.com slash Atlanta. And you can find all kinds of information on there, uh, upcoming events. Uh, you can look up contact information for us and for our members. Uh, you can learn about joining and you actually can do the application right online to join. And you can um, take a look also at the chapter leadership uh, and reach out. We'd love to um, share more about XPX. And um, as we always say, any professional advisor to a business owner needs to come and take a look at uh, XPX and check us out. Great work. David Shavison, Bob Tanksley, thanks so much for being with us, guys. Appreciate it, John. Thanks, John. Take care. Thank you. Folks, just a quick reminder that if you've got uh, some administrative task in your business that is weighing you down, you've got some bookkeeping issues, you've got receipts in a shoebox or what have you, uh, maybe you need someone that can clean up uh, some marketing issues with your business, 
I've got an answer for you that involves picking up the phone and calling SES Cabido over at Office Angels. Now, you can reach her at 770-442-9246, and when you call her, here's what happens. You explain your problem. She picks out an angel out of her virtual team of angels that fly in, get the job done on an ongoing or as-needed basis, and fly right back out. So, and they're used to a pandemic environment. They've been doing it this way for 18 years. So they know how to work virtually and, uh, she's got a terrific group. And I know that myself because I work with her. So I can't, I can't endorse her strongly enough. Go to officeangels.us for more information, but better yet, just pick up the phone and give Essie a call 770-442-9246 and tell her we sent you. And folks, this show can be heard on all the major podcast platforms. I won't name them all because we're on all of them. <laughs> so just go to and search for North Fulton Business Radio, wherever you are, whether that's Apple or Deezer or Cheezer or whatever new one they've got, we're on it. And search for us and find us there. And we would love it if you would rate and review our show because it helps folks find the show and that may need the services of the Exit Planning Exchange or other guests that we've had over this past four years we've been doing this. Uh, we're also on social media. We'd love if you connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, North Fulton BRX. So for my guests, David Shavson and Bob Tanksley with the Exit Planning Exchange, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.